Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Welcome to Military Network Radio. We're glad you've joined us this morning. We have, I am joined this morning, I'll start first, by uh, with Jason McNamara. And we are going to have a very interesting show. I think we all can agree that our world is a very busy one. And we have work and home stressors coming at a furious pace. Military families also have additional military life things to take care of. So today we're going to talk with our guest, John D. Whitus, about EFT, or tapping, that's in air quotes, to learn prevention and management of rising anxiety or stress. And EFT basically puts the power of mindfulness and acupressure to work on the spot. And we're very, very glad to have John D. back today to talk about how this will help military families as well as service members and veterans. Welcome to Military Network Radio, John D. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, we're very glad to have you back because I think we didn't we weren't able in our first program to really talk about how while it's used on the clinical side of things with evidence-based research studies, um, I'd love you to give our audience a background of how EFT came about. Uh, how it's being used in the field uh, for the military, and then we'll segue into how it can be used in day-to-day life. Does that sound good? Sure, that sounds great. I'm pleased to do that. Um, This modality came about in the 90s. Um, It's actually an offshoot of a more complex one from the 80s called TFT. The important part is that this has been downsized and reverse engineered into a tiny little um, protocol, which is so effective, so easy to teach, and uh, just gives such great results that I've called it the people's tool. Hmm. And that's what I want people to understand is this is a the perfect thing. I call it the weightless field pack edition because huh. you can take this anywhere um, in your pocket, if you will. It weighs nothing. It's, it's that simple a technique. And it is really a beautiful distillation of mindfulness, otherwise known as, you know, focus, right? Mm-hmm. And... Ancient Chinese medicine principles that use acupuncture or acupressure points. So we use eight or nine of those points, very easy to access, no needles, and mindfulness. Together, it's the perfect go-to tool for reducing stress, pain, and starting to unpack underlying uh, emotions and events that happen to us all that still trouble us. So it's a... It, it, pack so much punch in a tiny tool. You know, the interesting part is you're using the term tool. And I think since you and I have spoken, we I, we know on, on the program here, Jason and I, what this tool is. But can you explain what the tool is that we're actually using for EFT? Absolutely. It is harnessing these two concepts together mm-hmm. in a manual stimulation of several acupuncture points while holding the problem in mind, okay? So mindfulness is some kind of honest uh, acknowledgement. I'm having a real fearful reaction to this thing, 
That's mm-hmm. just a very mindful place. And then taking our fingertips instead of needles onto several points on the face and upper torso and our hands so that we are actually tapping. That's where the mm-hmm. the title comes from. Tapping on these specific acupressure points by re- just reminding ourselves, what are we working on? This goes actually to our limbic system, which is a nice way um, of talking to medical people. But for the common person like you and me, perhaps, this is just going to the place where our brain is actually not involved. It's our inner alarm system that's involved. And that's what the tapping is accessing. So you're saying, if I may uh, sum this up, you use your fingertips at these eight or nine acupressure points. Mm -hmm. And so you are really, as long as you are able to remember to do this and default to this, you have a self-care, self-soothing tool right in your hands. Right in your hands. And so if we're if we're dealing with adults, I say the power is in your fingertips. Mm-hmm. If I'm dealing with children, which this works really well on also, I say there's magic in your fingers. So let's back up for a little bit and talk about the use of EFT and tapping for those with PTS. You know, this is one of the first places that I learned to apply EFT is as a volunteer with the stressproject.org, which Mm. provided PTSD remediation and relief services for veterans who had scored very high on the VA's own internal PTSD confirmation forms. Mm -hmm. So we offered these services to many, and the second uh, replication study is about to hit the publication journals anytime now. And uh, we're very proud to say that we have remarkable efficacy, which is just to say, boy, does it work. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so it's evidence-based, and there's over 50 studies in peer-reviewed journals, which is the gold standard of uh, evidence-based modalities. You know, the value of that is remarkable in today's world of throw a medicine at it. Mm-hmm. Um, or throw everyone into therapy. Not to say that those two modalities aren't also effective, because they can be. But this one allows you to use it whenever you feel the need. And doesn't it bring more self-awareness and perhaps then feeling like you can manage things more yourself? Independence? Absolutely. It's an empowerment tool, mm. as well as a stress reliever or pain reliever, and taken into, as you said, into the medical world of pharmacology or into the talk therapy world mm. um, of therapeutic intervention. It works beautifully with all those things. But isn't it wonderful to know that you are empowered to start taking care of yourself right away? And it only takes this very tiny tool, which combines focus and a little tiny acupuncture point stimulation. You have the power in your hands. You know, how has it been received by those in the military? There's a lot of skepticism that anything that simple could work. Um, And frankly, there's a lot of different kinds of, I guess there's a spectrum of people in how interested they are in what the mechanism is. Most people don't care. They just want to feel better fast. That's all Mm -hmm. they care about. Uh, However, we do have the information for those people who are interested in how this calms the amygdala system in our own natural, uh, let's call it limbic system, which is just a a feature, a design feature of human beings. Um, But it's been very well received by those people who actually give it a try 
And most of the time they have a very strange look on their face and say, where did it go? So let me, let me just unpack that a little more, because I think it's a very interesting um, conversation about some apprehension and sort of trying new remedies, especially something that at the outset seems so simple, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, talk to me as if I'm a military person, right? Now I'm, I'm dealing with an issue and, I, you know, it's fine that you talk about the publications with journals. I get that. Um, you know, that doesn't mean anything to me, though, because I'm not in the healthcare sure. field, although secretly I really am. But pretend that we're not. Um, okay. <laughs> and, and so, and so um, what kind of information would you present to me to sort of convince me that this would be a remedy for me to try? How would I be able to associate something? Um, sure. Well, with, I would speak to you. I would speak to you very conversationally and say, Jason, I've worked with a number of veterans who have been willing to try this type of acupressure on their uh, particular issues. And they found remarkable fast relief. I just love you to give it a try. It is very simple. It's very fast. And we can do it right here. And I don't even have to know what particularly is going on with you. You can keep that private. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Well, yeah. I mean, I would, be, I would certainly be interested in it. But what kind of benefits could I actually see from it? I'm glad you asked. What we see typically in your average veteran who comes to use this tool is they experience very fast calming, soothing, and downgrading of their threat response. They become more comfortable and very quickly they return to being able to access all of their cognitive powers, meaning back to the brain skills. They know what to do. They can think of solutions to their issues a lot quicker. You know, that begs the question of, wouldn't this also be helpful in the field? Exactly. Exactly. This is why I call it the perfect field tool. It's weightless. It adds nothing to your field pack but relief. So if you're in one of those frozen states, you have uh, PTS, for example, and you may have been triggered or you're in a crowd and you feel as though you could be uh, very stressed in in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. Can you employ this and how fast does it take effect? Almost immediately. It's this, It's just the gospel truth of what we have noticed. It uh, is so important also, Linda, that we teach each other to do this. Because when you see your buddy get frozen or that look in their eyes, if you know how to do this tiny little technique in the moment, let's call it triage for those medical people, you can help that person immediately return to themselves to an empowered place. If you know how to do it yourself, and even if you've just been taught to do the one little algorithm, the one little uh, tapping protocol, all you have to remember is just tap, buddy, just tap. You can do this, just tap. Once they start tapping, what happens is essentially you're sending a flood of reconditioning hormones into the body. That's what you're doing. You know, it's very interesting you bring up the hormones because they're finally really promoting the use of NED or neuroendocrine dysfunction as Mm -hmm. as part of a treatment uh, regimen for PTS. But if this is able to do this as well without any uh, or or with less, perhaps, uh, bioidentical hormone replacement, this this really takes the place of balancing without anything. This is it. This is why it's the empowering tool. 
you can affect this flood of opposite chemicals to your stress chemicals immediately. Within just two minutes, you can return yourself to power. You know, that's a remarkably strong statement. And I thank you for going back and doing some of these more basic discussions about what EFT is. We're, we're going to take a short break in a moment, but I would love it if we come back after the break and talk about how this can be used in military families um, and in day-to-day life as we're bombarded with messages. So if you like, we can hold that for the next one. And this is Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. wonder about the origin of Murphy's Law. You know the maxim that if anything can go wrong, it will. Murphy's Law was named after Captain Edward A. Murphy, an engineer working at Edwards Air Force Base in 1949. Captain Murphy was working on a project designed to measure how much sudden deceleration a human could stand in a crash. After discovering a transducer constructed for the experiment was wired wrong, Murphy squabashed the technician responsible by exclaiming, if there's any way to do it wrong, you'll find it. In other words, circumvent mistakes and miscavables before they happen. Aerospace manufacturers began quoting Murphy's Law to their engineers, and soon it became an eponym. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're back talking to John D. Whitus about EFT or tapping. And, John D., I'm curious, how well is this being received as a general therapy, uh, or is it being conceived? Uh, used as a complementary or alternative therapy within the VA medical system and out in the communities? That's a great question. And like any new protocol or modality, it is slowly making its way into the mainstream, which would include the VA itself. Mm -hmm. Um, You will find a lot more of it probably in vet community centers, those kinds of outreach um, 
um, groups that are surrounded by and funded by the VA, Mm -hmm. you will find it's very personal with the people who are willing and actively searching for what is better. What can I find for my guys and gals that's better than what I've got now? Those are the movers and shakers that go out looking, that see the journals, that look at the evidence-based stuff of complementary alternative uses that are coming in and start inviting healing into their community. That's how it's slowly making its way through. There are pockets of Marines and pockets of retired uh, psychiatrists and psychologists from the VA who are certainly being very instrumental in spreading the word now that they are out of the system. They feel more able to talk freely and offer these services, information, and education to not just the veterans, but to the entire military family network, which we know suffers right along with their veteran Right. All the change, all the all the uh, the after effects of what they've gone through, the whole family suffers as well. Well, as we have as our tagline on the show, everyone serves and together we can make a difference. And the the thing I, I just want to add here is that I think there is a great deal of searching these days by families for alternative or complementary therapies that can help, and especially ones that don't cost a great deal to learn or to obtain, um, and it gives them the independence. So I think that growth with uh, CAM therapies, it usually comes through the families and the veterans themselves searching for something that is simpler. You bring up a good point, though, with uh, the families. So if we can segue into, if a veteran gets care, Mm -hmm. do they bring it home and teach their family? Do you find that happening or is it a family centered uh, session or how do you generally teach this to people? In general, it has been people who are healthcare providers for um, military personnel. We teach them uh, a a more formal training. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the veteran themselves, we offer them services through places like the Veteran Stress Project or Vet Community Center. When it comes to the outreach, we offer as much as possible introductory sessions for, let's call them military spouses. Mm -hmm. Also, we talk to them about how to use that for their children, how to incorporate it into managing stress and change within the family, no matter what that is. So you'll find a a network of volunteers around that uh, that doesn't have to be formal, but this is how we go about it. So there's a one-to-one. There's also a a train-the-trainer model, which is um, more for formal healthcare providers. Um, And then there's uh, there are delivery services, uh, places like organizations like stressproject.org. And thankfully, more and more of these places are reaching out to take this training so that no matter what their uh, context or their branch of service, there's somebody in their organization who, like you said, is looking into these complementary alt uses and bringing them back into the culture themselves. And that's our most successful model because you don't know me yet, but you're going to know Brenda at the desk over there. You're going to know Chuck at the VA or at the vet center. And that's where you're placing more of your trust and your natural comfort. So that's what we're targeting. That's a great way to do things because I I think that oftentimes, uh, even when you relocate to a different VA, you suddenly have different offerings. But if you're taking a portable tool with you every single time, that Mm -hmm. can address fears as well as, I, I meant to ask this, does it also address things like chronic pain? 
Absolutely. And actually, we find that a lot of veterans would rather talk about that than the underlying, let's call them perhaps emotional issues and reactions to things. Okay. Uh, what we find is they will talk all day long about their pain symptomology or their um, their particular medical condition. And that's where we start because that's where they are. That's where they are. Well, that makes perfect sense, though. So it it still is successful, not even if you're not getting at the root cause, or are you saying you'll go after the chronic pain first because that's what they're willing to address, and that by using the tapping method, it does eventually bring a greater openness to other correct. therapies? Okay, because they feel empowered, don't they? Well, they feel the relief, and, and as humans, we move towards what feels good or what we want or um, what we want more of, right? So when we can show them that we can help them with their pain symptoms, they're a lot more willing to listen to what else I could do for them. And we all know uh, that there's an emotional underlying foundation to every condition we have. Um, I I remember once being um, (laughs) loudly shouted out by a veteran who got, well, you know, I, I have shrapnel in my leg. That's a real condition. And I said, well, I'm sure it is. How do you, how is that for you? What is that like for you? And he said, it's constant pain and frustration. And I said, well, let's just work on that. And so in other words, we're trying to illustrate very cleanly that we just meet you where you're at with whatever you're willing to share. And we'll start from there. You know, one of the big appeals to listening to you talk about this is the part you mentioned you don't have to unpack all of the things that are uh, bothering you. You can simply talk about, say, your physical pains, etc. Yes, they have underlying um, emotional health mm-hmm. issues, possibly. But right. does it also help with things like being able to relax, to sleep? So often you go from running, just regular families, go from running a million miles an hour, and then someone says, well, I have the next hour free. But sure. you're so stressed out that you cannot take advantage of that hour. I know with caregivers, the same thing happens. They have very rare off time. Does this help with being able to switch you from on to, I'll, I'll call it, into the dormant stage so that you mm-hmm. can relax a little bit and, and feel centered and balanced? Absolutely. And it's a great question because caregiver burnout is so huge. And those people who are on the front line of giving veteran caregiving services uh, burn out very quickly. And so this is a wonderful opportunity to talk about the benefits for them, too. But essentially, just like we talked a few minutes ago, our system is designed to elevate us with body chemicals for when we are stressed and or we need to escape or we need to fight back. That is our natural design. The other half of our system is designed to sedate, to bring us down to peacefulness after mm-hmm. the threat is gone, after the stress is gone, at the end of the day. And so we're actually helping our body do its normal function better by invoking that flood of chemicals. This tapping as we let go of the concerns of the day is a beautiful place of entry into tapping. This is just, it's not first aid tapping. It's not triage tapping. It's lifestyle tapping. It is daily self-care. So, you know, that sounds very, very appealing to almost everyone since most Americans are sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. And so you're saying that it's a good way to possibly 
begin to take on tapping by trying it each night to see if that helps you to unload what happened during the day to return to more mindfulness or gratitude is always a good place to go to sleep with. Sure. Um, and that would be a good place to try it. Have you done that with people where they say, Absolutely. I don't know if I need it, but let me try it for sleep. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people will talk to you about the fact that they, they can't get quality sleep. It's a safe thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's very normalized. The population has a lot of that and they don't have to uh, spill the beans as it were. They can just say, yeah, I have trouble sleeping. And so you can develop a protocol with them for just addressing the looping thoughts and cares of the day in our mind. And we can bring this protocol to them by saying, well, if we language that, meaning if we talk about that, just verbalize what we've been concerned about as we tap and then instruct, directively instruct the person to say, tap with this while I say, okay, I acknowledge that that's been going on and I'm going to let it go now because it's time to go to sleep. We, we teach them directively how to talk in the way that they would talk and release using this tiny tapping protocol it it's remarkable to them how much they can feel right in that moment the difference even though we're not in their room it's not bedtime they can extrapolate they understand what that feels like wow that does feel much better how do you know that chuck is a great question to ask and he goes well you know my heart is not beating as fast my neck muscles aren't as tight and it just doesn't feel like it's that pressing right this second. I feel like I can let this go tonight. That's so, the kind of response we get. So it puts it into perspective for them. It's all very practical. That's, that's the beauty of this whole system. It's all practical, Linda. You know, I, I love the part that is, is so easy and can be used without the, um, the going into the deeper aspects, because once you prove something works for yourself, you're much more apt to default to it. So do you find that when people do learn the technique that they teach it to others, for example, or that they work with their families or they use it more frequently themselves? Uh, yes. Once they become confident that they can do it themselves, it's natural that we want to share that with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things we do like to concentrate on when we're presenting this is how to language this so it's very normal. OK, um, many times when you're looking at a new technique, I mean, for instance, if you were describing x-rays to someone, you'd say, let me just shoot these x-rays in your body. Well, nobody's going to take you up on that. Right. But if it's right. very normalized for you, you say, well, we need to take some pictures of what's going on so we can better work with uh, your condition. That sounds very normal. Well, we do the same thing in tapping. Let's see if we can bring the stress level down and that will feel better for you. And so you'll be able to return to a calm state. Does that sound good to you? It sounds terrific. And I, we're going to go on a break shortly, but I would love to come back and talk about how perhaps children can use this as well. Because in military families, military children have a great deal of stress reacting to being, I, I don't want to say perfect, but being really terrific so that they don't impact negatively the career of their parents. And they really do bottle up sometimes a lot of stress. So I'd love to come back after our short break and talk about how children can use this. Children, teens, even young children. Yes. Good. That was what I'd love to talk about. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and we're going on a short break. We'll be back 
just a few minutes. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. computer helpline because I felt an overwhelming need to be made to feel ignorant by someone much younger than me. Hey, I know a few things about computers. The term reboot actually originates from the Middle Ages when horses who stopped mid-stride required a reboot to the hoof to start again. A timinagi is another name for a device that saves you time and labor, such as a computer. Because my computer issue couldn't be resolved over the phone, they sent a Bobby Dazzler over to have a look. The technician informed me that it appeared my computer had been shaken or dropped, or as the Scottish say, misguggled. Oops, did I mention I have a bit of a temper when things aren't working right? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're continuing our discussion with John D. Whitus about tapping. And prior to the break, we were talking about the use in the family. And Jason, you had a question while we were on break. Yeah, so, you know, just sort of continuing down um, the conversation we started a little while ago, um, you know, imagine for a moment that I'm a veteran, maybe I'm a little more reluctant to, to try this. Um, I hate to be the, the, <laughs> That's the, real. The, the negative angle, but I'm trying to be the, the real angle here, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I am sort of trying this because I, I heard it could possibly work. I'm, I'm sort of skeptical about it. So I'm taking this information home and now I'm with my family. And now also my kids are uh, starting to associate with this information. Um, I'm just sort of starting um, at the higher level. So what have your conversations been like with veterans that um, have started to interact with their family using this tool? Well, once they've tried it for themselves, I mean, the, the, the proof is in the pudding, right? So once they have seen that they can feel even a remote chance of feeling better, um, we usually have the conversation with them that you can bring this home to your family because this can be a tool for the whole family to deal with change to deal with high emotions, to deal with overwhelm. And you are going to be able to teach this to the people in your family Mm -hmm. that are your support system, right? And so the next step is we teach them how to language in their own words, such that if you're dealing with a younger child, it's, hey, let me teach you something I know, son, that really helps me keep in the moment. Or um, Dorothy, can I show you something that I've learned how to do? That keeps me really calm, no matter what's happening all around me. 
or we'd start to teach them as a nighttime protocol, which is uh, EFT developer Gary Craig's um, beautiful intervention, where as we go into a bedtime mode with our child, we not only get to bond with them better, but we also get to share this tool with them when we go, you know what, let's just tap out the day. I'll show you the way I do it. You can show me how you do it. Uh, So for instance, you start sharing your day, of course, appropriate parts, and then you ask them to do the same while you are tapping these simple little acupressure points. So here's what bugged me about today, and we tap. It bugged me a lot that I wanted to uh, do this, and they said, no, not yet. I have to wait. Yeah, that bugs me. I get really frustrated by that, but you know what? Now I know how to deal with it better, and I just do this tap. And that's what helps me deal with change. What about you, Brian? What happened to you? What didn't you like about today? We do it very conversationally while we're tapping. So the parent is bonding with the child, finding out truly what's going on with them in a very conversational way. And we're teaching the tool at the same time to let the cares of the day go. And Gary beautifully imagines the process where then we go into the more positive before we finish for the night. We go, what actually are you looking forward to tomorrow? What's, what's the good thing that you're looking forward to tomorrow? And we start putting the positive thoughts into the child's mm-hmm. head as well as ours uh, before we say goodnight to the child. So it's an easy way to biologically enter their natural calming system to invoke that, show them how to take care of themselves. And we normalize tapping is just a part of our day of letting go and then getting ready for the next and the better and tomorrow. Does that help? Yeah. So I think that's awesome. And so um, not to to flip it on on the more statistical side of things, but Mm -hmm. as we're starting to look at how this impacts the the dynamics of the home and specifically the the young ones, um, is there any data out there that that, um, is showing – results or showing improvement in those in those categories? Well, there's a lot for adults, but as you probably know from your medical background, it's a lot harder to get permission to do child studies. Sure. And so what we have is a huge anecdotal and case history kind of um, uh, collection. And you can find those on places like emofree.com, uh, eftuniverse.com, and acep.org. I can uh, put all those things up for Linda to um, put on the screen later. But the truth is, it's very difficult to get child study information on a non-medical kind of basis because pharmaceuticals pay for that. And this is not a pharmacological cure. I'm I'm curious if this can be used in teens for things such as bullying uh, or the the stresses of the mean girl complex or things Mm -hmm. like that, which can be very, very difficult, especially in military families who may have to move frequently and make new friends. And, okay, I I don't want to be doing this unusual thing in front of people. Um, Can this be done quickly so that they perhaps can just take a quick break and and tap and feel better? Uh, Mm -hmm. Is it something they can teach their friends? How has that been received anecdotally, of course? Well, the basic idea is you want to teach people as soon as possible so that this is a normalized response for them Mm -hmm. of self-care. When we're entering the teen market, um, usually I have seen this come about with counselors, Um, in the school system Mm -hmm. or maybe social workers 
that the child encounters because they've been referred out for having problems, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They do not currently teach this that I know of, except in those situations. And frequently we enter the teen system by teaching them that tapping can help them with test anxiety. So in other words, performance enhancement. So that's a very attractive thing for the teen to gravitate towards. And it's not, um, it's not very intrusive about what is emotionally going on for them. However, that's a great bridge conversation for being able to say, and you know what, it can work for all sorts of things, including just the stress of the day because all of us know what the mean girls are like all of us know what the uh, teasing and bullying is like all of us know that we have these feelings uh from time to time where we go i didn't sign on for this you know dad is in the military or mom is in the military i didn't sign on for this so we have a lot of very common um anger problems or Mm -hmm. frustration problems, because there is so much out of control for them. And so this is a perfect bridge conversation, just like I showed you how to bring all the stress about the test down to a manageable level. Did you know that we can use it for everything, including when we're just feeling overwhelmed by being out of control? It's true. And here's what we do. We tell the simple truth to ourselves while we tap on these points And it's amazing how much more in control of us we can almost immediately become. Want to check it out? I'll do it with you now. Very clear, conversational, direct to the need. You know, when you do have the ability to talk to someone, you may also be reaching them at a point where they've tried everything. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, that's a very good place to bring it in. Um, Not that you want to wait until things are bad, but when you do bring it in later after they have tried some more, I'll call them mainstream types of things to do, Mm -hmm. they are seeking alternative care, alternatives to uh, pharmacological agents and other things that they may not want to choose to do, but especially- Lindy, you bring up a great point, great point. For one thing, there's no side effects, okay? So all those things that you're wrestling with- can easily be avoided by trying something new that doesn't have any. But I think your point is great. Most people have come to EFT in the past because they're desperate. They have tried everything. And whether it's a side effect problem um, or it is no relief or uh, the situation doesn't seem to be changing quickly enough to give them any hope, hopeless is how we got many of the first veterans to actually try this because they were suffering and they knew it and they couldn't take it anymore. So um, it's a powerful motivator, despair. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes if we wait too late, despair will keep them in a point of not being able to reach out for any help at all. So uh, this is what keeps us alive and constantly reaching out to every part of the military community to say, don't let it get this far. Please let me show you this thing. You can try it and reject it if you want, but just give it a try. You know, the interesting thing is these alternative therapies are definitely gaining momentum. For example, there's more yoga and mindfulness meditation Mm -hmm. being taught. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's music therapy in many of the VAs, which is having a great effect on some of the chronic PTS that, say, for example, the Vietnam vets are only starting to address now, later in life. But as we, I, I love that you brought up the word despair. And, and hopeless because I think let's try and get to people before they get to that point 
And having something that's so non-threatening like this, you don't need an hour of um, yoga therapy to do this. You really just need a few minutes time to give it a try for a short period of time to find out if it really does work for you. And as you say, when someone comes to you in a hopeless state, they're more apt to be open to it. But I would think that something that isn't pharmacological, that doesn't require equipment or to go somewhere would be very attractive to folks, even if it sounds too simple to be true. Well, I do believe that. And I I think you just have to approach them. The proof is in the pudding. And I'd like you to give it a try and decide for yourself. That Mm -hmm. takes me out of agenda. I say it's fast, it's easy, and it's effective. And all of our field studies show that it holds up over time. Sound like something you'd like to give a try? Now, that's an interesting, perfect, yes. Uh, Interesting point, though. Holds up over time. Can you speak Mm -hmm. to that a little bit? Absolutely. I don't know if we have time before the break, but the basic idea is once we uncouple that response that they are having, in other words, the trouble, the troubling emotion, the troubling sensation, the troubling obstacle that they're feeling, once we show them how to uncouple that, it remains uncoupled. Although we may over time find other aspects that have also come up that also need addressing it's not the same aspect that shows remarkable resilience for staying just the way we left it uncoupled unhooked and unactivated so you're saying as you start to address one or two issues you can then have that baseline to go start unpacking newer issues or deeper ones that you perhaps weren't ready to address until you believed that this was effective for you. I believe that's true. And I believe we have to earn that respect and that right to go further with them. And that's something I think EFT is remarkably good at. Let me work on what you want to work on now. You feel the results. You decide if this is something that um, feels good enough and works well enough for you that you're willing to trust it might work on something else too. I'm standing here at your service, not with agenda. Interesting. So not a lot of paperwork, not a lot of documentation. They can simply just learn how to do the practicum of doing EFT. Is that correct? That's absolutely right. You are the person who decides if these results and this feeling is good for you. You are the arbiter of that. And in a healthcare system gone awry, where we are constantly being told what to expect, how it should feel, what should be happening, and it's not for you, these are welcome words. They certainly are. And I think having these alternative tools are are very, very important. We're going to go on a short break and we'll continue our discussion with John D. Whitus. You're listening to Military Network Radio and we'll be right back after these few messages. We're Military Network Radio and we'll be right back after these short messages. often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. 
Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mid-Eastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Fluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're continuing our discussion with John D. Whitus about tapping EFT to manage fears, stress, concerns, aches and pains, and in children as well as adults, veterans and their families. I think one of the things we talked about on break was that the alternative means are coming more into their own. And Jason, you had a question about the healthcare system in general and how CAM therapies are being addressed or, or welcomed or introduced. Do you want to take that? Yeah, I'd love to. So just for some context, right? I think historically um, we've built a healthcare system where us as patients are used to you know, going into a doctor's office, going into a hospital and receiving X amount of care. And then there's an administrative process associated with X amount of care. And that oftentimes has to deal with scheduling, making sure that our insurances are covered, making sure that reimbursement has been done completely. And so, um, you know, what we're seeing as a trend across the healthcare space is that sometimes those actual services aren't the aren't going to finish the the last stretch and get you across the finish line. And so there's this shift of thought. And I think this is right in line with our conversation today about alternative medicine or in some ways preventative medicine. So what can I do as a patient that, that um, changes my lifestyle behaviors that changes the way that I I look at the world and interact with it to avoid um, hospital readmissions, to avoid um, going to see my doctor over and over and over again. And so, you know, what we're seeing is that there's this slow inclination of reimbursement for services, and we're getting there from the policy perspective. I think that the more notably um, services that have surfaced over time have been like acupuncture tends to be um, reimbursed by some services, uh, massage therapy, chiropractic services, and there's a couple of others depending on your health plans. But I'm just curious as to, you know, you're obviously well-emerged in this sort of setting, um, what you're seeing as a trend across the space and 
how this is changing even the way that providers start to look at um, providing remedies to their patients and interacting with their patients on a different level. Well, I do think that you're starting to see a lot more of it in foundations that serve veteran populations. Um, they're offering community services, let's call them, healthcare services. You see a lot more CAM there because their hands are not as tied. They are usually not um, dependent upon insurance reimbursement. They are foundation uh, funded. Um, you also see a lot in the veterans community centers themselves that are not directly tied, do not have the same kind of paperwork, regulation, etc. So essentially, this is sort of a poll strategy that is coming um, out from CAM as people are demanding the service. They are going to look for the service because they are not satisfied with the other things that they're getting. Or more importantly, um, and this is not to get political, but the truth is lots of people can't get into the system quickly. They cannot get the services quickly. And so this on-demand or emergency need is being served by somebody else. And so this is where we're focused because those are the people most likely to give it a try. I'm, I'm either desperate or I can't get in anytime soon and I cannot make it waiting this long with this feeling, this condition. And so we're trying to speak to that because, as you said, allopathic medicine is based on a different system. And it's taking a while for it to catch up with more CAM-oriented uh, methods that do not have the same medical model or financial model. Um, it's a very different time, and so what we want to what we want to educate people about and empower them about is you can learn this fast. You can use this as a self-care tool. You can use it in the system, out the system, by yourself, with your chosen professional. Um, many people that are being trained now that are healthcare professionals are using tapping within their therapeutic intervention model. So whether they're also using um, allopathic uh, pharmacology or they are using traditional talk therapy, more and more and more, you're finding them starting to integrate its use. Why? Because it's fast, it's effective, and it has no side effects. You know, I love the part about integrating with the providers because as you gain more providers using EFT and these alternative therapies, it's going to grow because of word of mouth. I think vets have a very close community when it comes to things that are effective for them. Mm -hmm. And there are so many who cannot get in with timely appointments uh, or there are not practitioners where they live. You know, over 40% of our vets are in rural areas where there are not specialists and That's telemedicine it. takes the place. And while telemedicine can fill some gaps, let's face it, face-to-face uh, -face is really yes. a good way to do it, as is, <clears throat> excuse me, peers, helping peers. So I, I'm yes. curious, are you getting the word out through um, workshops that you offer in the community? Uh, is yes. that a, another? Okay. Because that seems to me a good way to get the word out to a variety of participants who then can try it, spread the word. And the more you get people talking about it, the better off I think the uh, growth will be. Absolutely. We are targeting healthcare providers that serve veteran populations. Mm -hmm. We are trying to target um, with a very specific message. This is something you can integrate beautifully into whatever model you are using. And this will give you better results and the ability to help more people faster 
and more effectively. That's a great selling message that we have. And um, that is being spread. You know, you will find the person next door or the cubicle next door, will, even the teacher next door will go, what's going on over there? How are you getting that? What are, that natural curiosity is mm-hmm. something that we're playing on for every good reason. So we're integrating this into every level of provider, teacher, caretaker we can. Group uh, introductions are very popular for that because it's low cost, low risk, and you are looking at a selection of your peers or colleagues. Uh, so that helps normalize it for you. Telemedicine, it's interesting you bring that up because the Veteran Stress Project that we've had there for so long is um, both in-person, on the phone, and on what we call Skype-driven services. Mm-hmm. The great thing about Skype is I can have a face-to-face individual encounter with a person in privacy, and I don't have to have you come from that rural area. I don't have to have you make three hours interruption in your day to travel to me to get quality intervention services. So this is a great and hopeful trend of this particular kind of CAM therapy. Boy, that's a strong selling point because I do know that the specialists in these uh, rural areas are are rare. Uh, They drive four to five hours each way to get care Mm -hmm. at at a VA facility. So is this included in things like Vet Choice? Does, is that part of what is happening or is that a goal? That's a goal. We are, we are trying to make the services speak for themselves with whomever is willing to try them. So if it's a professional, they're going to Trojan horse this into their system. They're going to say, hey, guys, this works. Can I show you? We're trying to put it in the community centers so that all the services being offered, whether in group or private individual interventions and sessions, they are showing the next group. They are showing the people within that system. We're also providing it um, on the one-to-one referral or one-to-one on-demand services for places like Veteran Stress Project and any others. I'm not letting out the other ones. Uh, It's just this is my direct experience I have provided uh, through that particular one. But that means that we are employing the pull strategy at every point of possible delivery. Well, we're also helping you with the push strategy today because I yes, think it's please. very important <laughs> to get the uh, the word out to people because I think one of the biggest complaints among veterans is they cannot get their mental health appointments in a timely fashion. Dondi, I'd love it if you would give our listeners some more information on how they can find out more information about EFT and to also get in touch with you. I would love to do that because it's my mission to help children and also veterans. And this is the perfect crossover, military family. So I'm so glad that you asked me. Um, I would love them to go here to find out more about using tapping or EFT for stress and pain relief, for troubling situations, for general health and wellness, I'm going to suggest some free resources they can go get right now. If you'd like more information on EFT for veterans, please go to stressproject.org. Stressproject.org. You're going to find a wealth of information there with real stories, pictures, testimonials from veterans themselves, You're going to find information on how to get help for a veteran that's struggling with PTSD or symptoms like that. You're going to also find a whole collection of evidence-based research on EFT or tapping. Now, if you would like 
to have an overview of what we've talked about today, I've made one specifically from this interview. It's a handy overview that you can use for EFT and self-care. And I've put that on my own personal website, which is called EFT for results. That's the number four, EFT for results, where I have a whole page just on that. Uh, it's under my veterans tab because this is specifically um, my pleasure to do this for veterans families. You're going to find general information that I've provided here on the show today, as well as an introductory guide that you could print out and give to anybody you want, as well as the how-to brochure that has the actual tapping charts in it. Now, here's the address again. EFT4Results.com and then forward slash EFT dash four dash veterans. That's the exact page on my website. But if you don't remember that, just go to EFT4Results and pull down the tabs that will show you the veterans page. Now, of course, Linda, you know that I love teaching and using tapping with kids. This is mm-hmm. my passionate mission. So here's the original website we made that's devoted to teaching children to tap. Now, this is for parents, for caregivers, for those who work with children, all manner of healthcare professionals or community um, agencies. You can all go there and find downloadable resources by age group and videos, too, so you can see it in action. This is tappingstar.com tappingstar.com forward slash page forward slash downloads. Again, if you can't remember all that, just tappingstar.com and look at the tabs at the top where it says downloadable resources. Later on um, this summer, I'm very excited, Linda, because we're launching a brand new huge website for tapping with children. And we're going (laughs) to include on that the best resources we can find, Mm -hmm. books, products, training, and practitioners I've found to date. And I've been looking for a long time, as you know. Right. So these are going to be the the vetted group, if you will. We'll also be talking about EFT child-focused training and our emotional first aid training series, too. So there's a lot to be excited about on Tapping for Kids International. That's what we're going to launch this summer. I want to thank you because, Linda, you've given me the ability to talk about something that's so important to me, life-changing work for the whole family. Um, I've always made myself available to offer customized introductory groups as well as just the formal training and certification training. I really entertain all kinds of questions from all kinds of people about using tapping for veterans and their family members. You told me, you reminded me that it's the entire family that serves. And, and Absolutely. Tapping- There you go. So tapping fits that circumstance better than anything I've found yet. So I do urge you and your listeners to contact me directly, and let's get you that life-changing information for your whole family, John D. at EFT for results. I'd be delighted to serve you. Wonderful, John D. Thank you so much. We are delighted today to have given you a real overview and lots of resources now on EFT or tapping, which puts the power of mindfulness and acupressure to work on the spot in your own hands. Self-care is very possible. Thank you for joining us today on Military Network Radio, John D. And we thank our listeners and we'll talk with you again next week. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. 
and in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance 